0: Y'all know I love my girlfriend, right? Right, Kelsey. Kelsey, Kelsey. Kelsey. what up, Kelsey? She's also an avid Five Points listener. Uh, Kelsey, (laughs) you know, Kelsey. One thing I loved about her when we first met was she's a big Future fan. Really? Yeah. This was like, but this was more like sing, songy Future. You know, turn turn on the lights. Mm Uh huh. You know that first the first album, not the first album, but. I'm saying early future when, you know, it was obvious he was trying to get a hit. Now he's just straight in the zone future, drugged out future. She's mm-hmm. not really into that future. Mm-hmm. But she really loves older future. So anyway, she knows older future when she hears them. She just gets so amped. Okay. We're at a Braves game. God bless the Braves. The worst organization in baseball. <laughs> I don't know why we were there. These boys had a 4 nothing lead and lost 6-4. That's, that's neither here nor there. Anyway, <laughs> we're at the game, right? And, you know, the players come out. When they come up to bat, they come out to a song. You know what right. I'm saying? Uh, you know, Chipper, I think he came out like Crazy Train back in the day. Andrew Jones used to always come out to whatever was hot in Atlanta, hip-hop. That's another reason why I loved Andrew Jones. But okay. this particular game, some of these players, I don't know who the hell they are. I would tell you the names, but I don't know who this dude was. Because Can you name one person on the Braves, not named Freddie Gonzalez?
1: Okay. He got
0: fired. Oh, yeah. That guy <laughs> got fired. Freddie Freeman. Freddie <laughs> okay. Freeman. I'm off to a great start. And here I am, a fan since 1990. <laughs> it's really bad out here, y'all. Anyway, anyway. We're sitting here. Some guy, some schmuck comes up to the plate. Panda comes on by mm-hmm. design. Okay. Okay. Panda comes on. Kelsey looks at me and she says
2: panda, to me, panda, panda, panda. "Is this future?" So <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: two 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 things. Two things. One number one, I forgive her. Because the dude sounds just like him okay but number two i had written a piece just about this for the boom box right. about why this kid charting higher than future should not be a big deal to everybody because future is still way more influential okay okay so i just looked at kelsey and i just corrected her this is not future this is designer and the song is panda she just looked at me hella confused
1: <laughs> I was about to say, I thought she cried. No, she... She, she left. I, I cried. She, <laughs> I, I cried. She was confused.
3: It sounds like she is as confused as everybody else in the damn world. All right. One to the two, the three, the four. Five points. Five points. Five points. Point,
4: point, point. One to the two, the three, the four. Five points. Five points. Five points. Five points. This was really going down.
0: And that's our jam, a.k.a. the Five Points theme song. Speaking of which, welcome to Five Points, the amazing podcast. I am Gavin Godfrey. Sitting to
1: my right is... Christina Lee. <laughs> to my right is...
3: Rodney Carmichael. corner In this TV. thing. <laughs>
0: well, all right, Rodney. Uh, speaking of that confusion, God bless Kelsey. You can see why she would be confused. And I think before we can even continue, we should probably explain to some folks... Who exactly we're talking about? Who, who's future? Who is designer? Okay, because not everybody's is as hip as we are. Okay, that's right. So true. who, who are we talking about here?
3: Who- I mean, Future is only the most popular rapper on the planet right now. Yeah, I said it.
1: Hey, I
3: said that's. I'm that's what I'm. I'm claiming that he's I'm, in
1: planning Summer Jam this year, isn't
3: he? For
1: real? Mm-hmm. In anyway, New in New York. So, yeah. The irony to, to make your point.
3: The irony of that
1: Continue. considering
3: yeah. the fact that Designer I don't I don't want to do this with anger, but come on, y'all. All
1: right. Y'all so, gotta feel me. Yeah. So the majority of the world first heard designer when Kanye West releases album, The Life of Pablo. You hear the track father stretch my hands, you hear like this beat start to build up, and then all of a sudden you hear this dude go, I go broads in Atlanta. And the way that he says it, everyone first thinks, holy shit. Future made Kanye's album, the album that we've all been waiting for. Right. But then I'm, I'm not entirely sure how this came out. Maybe when he published the credits or something, but then it comes out that the guy who says that he got broads in Atlanta, AKA the biggest Atlanta hip hop superstar out right now, isn't actually future. It's this kid named designer, a Crazy. kid from Brooklyn who doesn't really have that much of a track record yet. Um, so that is the source of contention right there, is the sheer resemblance between the biggest hip-hop superstar out right now and this kid who gets one of the biggest looks in hip-hop of the, this past year because he's on Kanye West's The Life of Pablo.
0: On the string of a song called Panda, y'all. About, yeah, and it's not about panda bears. You will have to genius the lyrics to <laughs> to decode that. But I also heard, y'all, that Lord Panda himself, designer, is coming to Atlanta in June.
3: Yeah, Coming he's... to
0: the AU Center. He's going to put on, I believe, it is his first time because the dude who has bras in Atlanta has admittedly never set foot in Atlanta. Right, exactly. So this begs the question, y'all, this dude who sounds like the hottest rapper in the game who is from Atlanta, who we all get confused for in Atlanta, who Atlanta Braves players are playing at the game because guess what? They probably think it's future. Does Atlanta have the right to hate on designer? Mm,
3: that's the question. That's the question. And I say, hell yeah, god damn it. <laughs> hell yeah. I was waiting Wait, for what? it. Wait, what? You were like
4: way
1: more diplomatic when we've talked Fuck about it before. the diplomacy. Wow. What? I'm going hard for
3: my city. I'm sick of this BS. Carmichael 2016. This is not
1: the U.S. right now. Oh, my God. Whoa. Okay. All right, Ronnie, expand on those feelings. <laughs>
3: I mean, look, man, 20 years it took us to get to this position,
1: Okay. you know, we
3: Atlanta still doesn't get the respect that it deserves. Yeah. Now, things are kind of topsy-turvy in this hip-hop landscape today. At one time, New York was the ruling empire of hip-hop, right? Atlanta is now the hip-hop capital. And, you know, I understand how evolution works. You know, New York has been watching the rest of the country um, take this thing that it created and it birthed. And 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 you know has been watching how it has evolved in the hands of the South and the West and the Midwest and we put different styles and flavors and lingo and cadences and 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 drawls <laughs> on it. You know yes. what I'm saying? Okay, okay. And so yeah, it's like hey, now all of a sudden we popping. Uh huh. And here come Big Brother trying to like you know bite our style a little bit. I mean, I just feel like. If the reverse was happening, New York would not be having it. And you gotta think about the fact that New York media, or rather hip hop media, is all based in New York. Right? Yeah, right. For the most part. Yeah. It's always been a bi-coastal thing, LA, New York. Right. And so there's always been this inherent bias kind of built into mm-hmm. The media in terms of how they cover hip-hop and and there's always been this regionalism where you know the south is, is 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 not necessarily looked at with the same level of respect largely because the main people writing about it didn't have the understanding and sure. the grasp of it sure. right, you know right. that we have okay as as people based in the south
4: mm-hmm.
3: and so to me and this is why this is why I get passionate about this designer versus future thing. I know a lot of people feel like, "Hey, man, it, it doesn't matter. It's not our. It's not our. It's not our beef. It's not our gripe. Uh-huh. You know, that's future's concern. If he has the the desire to be concerned or what have you. Mm-hmm. But I feel differently, man. I feel I feel like it's uh, you know, it's a little it's a little appropriation going on. You know what I'm saying? I feel I feel funny about it. Atlanta cultural appropriation. I'm saying, man.
1: To be fair, like we, I feel like when we've talked about it in the past, we've taken on different sides and we've tried to be, you know, the the devil's advocate and be like, "Well, what about this? What about this? Or whatever." Right. I played the hater role in previous conversations. Right. But okay. You know, with with southern hip-hop sort of dominating the airwaves at the moment, wouldn't it make sense for some young kid who's like 19 at that to be influenced by what he's hearing on radio right now, because mm. even those at Hot 97 would say like, yeah, you know, we're playing primarily Future right now to the point where we're gonna have him headline Summer Jam. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about this, right? His, Panda hits number one on the Hot 100, charts higher than any Future song ever. Mm-hmm. Not, make,
1: not people, only people, that, there is like a stat that says that he what that Designers Panda was the first New York rap song to top the charts since Empire State of Mind. Right. I so heard just about think that. about that for think a second. Think about that. And yeah. so
0: they often say the charts is just a reflection of what the kids like. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that what the kids like sounds like everything else, right? Because mm-hmm. everything that I guess is original, nothing is original, but all the new awesome stuff starts in Atlanta, right? Dancing, we mm-hmm. covered that already. <laughs> Obviously, music, you know, and Future Sound, his wave has has sprouted past Atlanta, gone way OTP. No doubt. And so, <laughs> we can't be surprised at the fact, where well, this kid, he's 19, right? right. Something like at that. At the oldest, you know what I yeah. mean? Some kid in New York yeah. is making history off of our flavor. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of indifferent. I wanted to hate yeah. at first. I wanted to be Rodney okay. Carmichael. Okay. But... <laughs> I feel like a little Christina Lee because I'm finding an understanding within right. it all. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I get it. And yeah. so, you know, I'm not I'm not mad at 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 somebody finding inspiration. But you know, there's a lot of people saying he's straight, he's Jack, he's Jack, and there is no inspiration. It's kind of like, I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out a good example. Me, I don't know. Me riding around in a blue musty. With the killer beard, calling myself Rodney Carmichael, and people are gonna know the truth. (laughs) You can see right through it. I'm not you. You know what I'm saying? So I don't even know what that means, but you get what you get what I'm getting at. It's just that there's a lot of people saying that it's just straight faking the funk and not actually seeing future or having his wave be amused. You know what I'm saying?
3: But you know what? I do respect I do respect what you say in terms of this 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 thing, whatever you wanna call it, you know. In a lot of ways, basically confirming Atlanta's influence.
4: Right. Right. Okay. I
3: mean, and and, and if and if if what is the uh, mis mock, mockery is what's what's the phrase? <laughs> yeah, that one. Imitation oh, yeah. is imitation is,
0: a, <laughs> is the highest form, form of, of
3: flattery. flattery. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. See y'all come through every time. You <laughs> know. I mean, this this is a really good this is a really good example of that. You right. know what I'm saying? Right, right. And, and in a lot of ways, you 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 know, you can't be mad at it. You gotta be like, man, it's, it's actually cool as hell. Because right. I can remember a whole bunch of years when the best to ever do it in Atlanta wouldn't have been imitated by New York rappers because they still weren't uh-huh. necessarily feeling us. I mean, uh-huh. imagine if somebody would come out trying, not that they could have, mm-hmm. but trying to sound like big and dre. Right, Back right. In the day, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and so in a lot of ways, it just shows how far we have come. Um, but yeah, I still feel a way about it.
1: Appropriation is a very loaded term. It is. How would you how do how do you think this panda situation is appropriation?
3: I like I like that you posed that question. Yeah, because it gives me the chance to go in. A little bit.
4: <laughs> yeah, it does. all right, this all is, right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> appropriation is heavy, bruh. We need to no. know. Well,
3: listen. I, I I think about it like this. I think about it like a young Elvis Presley, okay. doing a Big Mama Thornton song, and and scoring a major hit. You know, off of "You Ain't Nothing But a Hound Dog," mm, because you know he was white, she was black. He was quote unquote rock. She was quote unquote blues or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he had access to a much larger larger listening audience. Mm-hmm. He had uh, an industry behind him that was not gonna be behind a Big Mama Thornton, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so when you look at a dynamic like that, which has been repeated throughout history in terms of music, there's a very similar dynamic. If you take that racial dynamic and apply it to regionalism, mm-hmm. You know, and think about the South, especially in terms of hip hop, mm-hmm. and our role in hip hop over the past twenty years or so.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And you think about all, the fact that the industry and the media, all of that, has always been New York-centric or coast-by-coastal, mm-hmm. right? Okay. okay. And here we are in the South, have never been understood or respected, or given the opportunity or the chances or the channels. Mm for the most part, Mm. to have that kind of success. Then to me, when you think about uh, a a New York rapper appropriating our sound, our style, and having the industry's backing, Mm -hmm. in this case, via Kanye, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then having um, the channels and the networks, and and, I mean, let's just flip it for a second. You remember a couple of years ago (laughs) when your boy when you when 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 your boy uh, Trinidad. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember how New York ate his ass up?
1: I, I Or attempted to? I remember very clearly because like I was I interviewed him very, very early on before like all that New York media sort of leapt on it and I was shocked because I thought it was so clear that like this dude just did this song for fun. He has a fucking puppy, like in his video and you know, mm-hmm. he's just like Doing this for kicks. This is his debut mixtape. Like he doesn't have anything figured out, and yet they saw it as the apocalypse. Mm. They thought it was a fucking X Men movie. Mm. Like it was insane. Um, and I still see that sort of bias, like you know, between New York and Atlanta rappers. But I don't want to take you off your tangent.
3: No, my tangent is done.
1: Your tangent is not. Because <laughs> <laughs>
3: I, I really don't want to be the, hate this, the hater of this episode. I mean, I like, <laughs> I, I like, I like the kid. I think he's a young kid and he's Mm -hmm. finding his way and he you know they just released this this track as we're speaking today yeah that is from what does it say like a couple of years ago
1: 2014 Mm -hmm.
3: 2014 he sounds a little different but he sounds more like what i imagine is himself his voice is a little deeper a little yeah yeah cadence isn't match but match in terms of future yeah right? right and I actually like the kid, and and I actually like the lyrics of Panda. I know I, I probably people probably gonna hate on me for that. I like the lyrics of Panda. I'm hating on you a little can, bit right once now. Once you can understand them, right? Once uh, he breaks once them Google down them. for you, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Genius for giving us giving us the, the, breakdown. <laughs> yeah, the breakdown, Panda decoded, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> Panda
3: right. Decoded. I mean, it, I, I I like I like his his. I've heard that some people have been calling him the the lyrical future, the more lyrical. Future.
1: Stop
0: it! I've, I've heard that. I've get heard out! That, I've
1: heard that as well. I want to throw this, hear. this mic heard that across pretends, the room. He puts his together better. I've heard these things. Is it because people can't understand? I've heard these things. It. <laughs> it's because people aren't trying to look his lyrics up on Jesus. That's. I think that's all it is, Are you Tina. Serious?
0: Because we have we as we know, future says a lot. Says some shit, Brody. blood on the money can we talk about blood on the money that's one of rodney's favorites but see that's
3: that's exactly what
0: i'm saying exactly
3: i think people don't know how how to people outside of this region don't know how to look at our lyrical uh construction and see and 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 break it down and see the conception the conceptualization and you know, I'm just over here making up words.
1: <laughs> you are. <laughs> you a real, certainly uh, are. That's start. a real word on the Five Points <laughs> podcast, though. So. you say that Why on NPR soon. Conceptualization. <laughs> Conceptualization. That's a word, Ernie.
3: I think that's a word. That's a, okay, what's gonna, a, a real word. I'm going to check Wikipedia. <laughs> Why <What>? are <laughs> you checking <laughs> you know? Wikipedia? Wikipedia. People, people, people Wikipedia. Or Wikipedia. Excuse me.
1: Wikipedia. Wikipedia. We're ridiculous We're Where's mom? Anyway. Oh, wait, good. what? What's happening right now? Um, but yeah, no, I can... something.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, hey,
3: I just... I think I think that when people talk about future, and and it's funny. Think about you know when future kind of first started blowing up, he said that uh, Rico Wade kind of told him at one point, you know, you know, you dumb your style down just a little bit, uh-huh. and you'll get you'll 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 get to where you're trying to go. Yeah. And I don't mean get to where you're trying to go in terms of like you know mainstream success, but I think in terms of being able to. To gain an audience and being able to just hear, have people hear you and yeah, understand what, you, what you're trying to say, absolutely. And I think when we think of dumbed down, there's a there's a lot of times a negative connotation on that, absolutely. But I think there's a lot of truth to that when you think about Future's wide appeal. But when you think about how you are able to read mm-hmm. deeper layers into some of his music, man, right. Right. I'm not saying he's doing it on every track. Yeah, you know, he got some club tracks, some straight up club Absolutely, tracks. Right. He got some Absolutely. straight up strip club tracks right. or what have you. But like Gavin said, a track like "Blood on the Money."
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, even something like the uh, Percocet in the in the strip.
1: Percocet in the stripper joint. Yeah. My, my favorite is "I Serve the Bass" because I think the layers mm. on that were like. Mm. I mean, it became like a mission statement for the current era that he's in, which is why it became so remarkable. That he became mainstream whereas before he was trying to get the major label features like here he is like all by himself and he said try to make me a pop star turn me into a monster and meanwhile he's doing some of the meanest like hardest like um music that he's ever done and so bass becomes like a double entendre because it's like wow. you got the fan base but then you also got mm. you the cocaine references like here and there or whatever you because he,
3: say that God damn, you just <laughs> dropped some knowledge. Go, go ahead. I, I ain't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. Go I am ahead.
1: genius.com.
0: <laughs> I am genius.com. But hey, while we're talking about future sound, real quick, true story. The great Dr. Dax, I was kicking it with him one day. Okay. You just need to go over to that dude's house one day, bro. Dungeon mm-hmm. Family for On West Side. This dude, legend. If you just want to learn, see pictures of people back in the heyday, go there. If you also want to hear future, when he was known as, I believe, Meathead. Yes, Meathead, yeah. Back in the day, when he <laughs> oh didn't God. sound like none of this shit we're talking about. <laughs> uh-huh. You can go to Dax's crib because he'll pull it up wow. on That's the amazing. mat and he'll listen, he'll play it for you. Okay. And so, like Rodney was saying, he was definitely, you know, he, he came up through Dungeon Family. Mm. You know what I mean? Right, absolutely. Ken, Ken, as we say down here, to Rico Wade. And so, you know, the dude came up around guys who were very conscious very lyrical, and so that rubbed off on him, but after a while he learned that there's a certain way he should deliver what he's doing. There's a certain way he should have an approach to how he's, you know, making his music, Mm -hmm. his persona, and then you get this future. There's Mm -hmm. no more meatheads. So Hmm. to be fair to designers of the world, Future didn't just come out the gate like this. Oh, he was built over time. Okay, and now he has hit his motherfucking stride. All right, you see sure. that, mm-hmm. and so here we are. So everybody has the right to come out the gate with something. Yeah, evolve, yeah, right? right, right. It just right. so happens this guy's coming out the gate, sounding like you know what Future has built up to at this point.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so a
0: lot of people don't like that. Mm-hmm. And I totally yeah. feel that. I'm right there with you. Speaking yeah. of Ronnie, didn't you speak to? The promoter.
3: I, I did, of man. This,
0: of this show in Atlanta. I spoke to the him. the hottest show in June, y'all.
3: Yeah. Shout out to, <laughs> T-, shout out to T. What works mm-hmm. uh, as a promoter. He's been a promoter here in Atlanta for, for many years. And the show, just to clarify, is not really being billed as a designer concert, mm. even though this will be his first performance in Atlanta.
1: Then what's it being billed as?
3: It's actually a um, it's the Atlanta Greek Picnic, okay. which is basically you know built around. It's going to be in the AUC AU Center, Atlanta University Center, which is in Atlanta where all of the, all of the historically Black cl- colleges are located. Okay, and so this is a um, an annual event that he puts on, and you know I imagine there are going to be some step shows from the. Greek fraternities and sororities right. and that type yeah, of thing. Because yeah. you know it's a Greek picnic. And so designer is really going to be like the exclamation point on the, the event. Cherry on top. There you go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm a big Greek. And maker. so I asked I asked him, uh, you know, how many songs is designer gonna perform? Excellent question. Like, how many songs does Designer have? Two on SoundCloud.
1: <laughs> Two on SoundCloud, and he has one that he is currently promoting. Uh, yeah. On so
3: album. he, um, I mean, I, we can just listen to what he had to say on that. So you have you have the honor of being the first promoter to bring Designer to Atlanta. I mean, this this is this is a pretty big deal, man.
4: Our, our mindset was to entertain people coming from all over the world I'm uh, over the country for our weekend. So it wasn't necessarily to, um, more or less bring designer into this event and, um, kind of stir up the pot in no, our country. not be controversial per se. We, we picked him, um, because he has the hottest single out in the country, Greeks love his music. They stroll this, that tons of video to his music. So we felt it was a great fit,
3: and you know he was available on that date. So we went forward with the booking. I gotta ask. him have, yeah. have you got? And I understand. Is you know he's a he's a very small part of 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 this major uh, event. But I'm yes. I'm curious again because for a lot of people in Atlanta you know people i don't i don't think people are like mad at him but you know people kind of giving him the side eye or whatever yeah and, i'm, and I'm with, sure <laughs> and with this being his first show in Atlanta i'm like have you gotten any any hate at all at least on the internet in terms of bringing being the first uh promoter to bring him down with
4: him coming to town it's it's you know people do have the side eye oh you know i've seen the comparison i've seen the memes i've seen all that but at the same time our core audience is excited you know they're they're, they're ready for it you know even on on, on social media if um anybody's following the atlantic picnic page you will see we've done posted videos where um the signals at Morehouse did a stroll to his song at the venue so huh. you know all these things kind of you know again for us it's it's we're not doing we're doing an event that's in Atlanta based but the audience is very specific you know it's almost like a private event so to speak I mean you hear about it yes it's coming but at the same time it's not like it's at the Georgia Dome and he's performing there and people are like yo what (laughs) you know most people and it's funny because really and truly most
3: Well, I guess after this event, he would truly be able to say he has bras in Atlanta, huh?
0: Taking this debate to ourselves is always good and healthy, but we took it to the streets. The streets, baby. Of Atlanta. Of Atlanta. So where did As we, well.
1: Where did we go?
0: Well, we, we, we took it to the namesake first. That's right, baby. Yeah. We, we hit up five points. First Force. trip of five points. Oh, five Force. points. And we might,
3: we might need to, five points for those that don't Tell know. Them. Tell them, Rodney. Is the central transit stop in Atlanta's Marta, transit system so y'all got the subways up there in new york mm-hmm. we got Mar to shawty so let's 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 hear what uh man we we met some characters mm-hmm. on we this certainly excursion Before the approach well, well let me ask you this do you feel like atlanta has the right to be mad at designer?
0: why what why are you gonna be mad at him for well, a, lot of, a, lot, a lot of people are That's saying him. they say he sound like Future. Right. Yeah. It doesn't matter. He's and right. at the end of the day, do. he does sound like do.
3: Future. I and I, I feel like that flow wasn't original. But at the end of the day, you can't be
0: mad at be him. Like, you can't be mad at that.
4: Man, that he blew. You can't be mad that he fought. Like you can't be mad at that. He got. He got there. You can't be mad. That's just hating. You understand? Hit. Okay.
1: Can't hate on him cause I know future probably right. turned the radio on and it, right? <laughs> no, I know the. No,
0: no, no. I remember future. It. <laughs> uh, it was like a he
3: went the club. I said future probably heard the song and probably thought like Yo, damn he when he I made did, this. <laughs>
4: no, no, I, I remember,
3: bro. Uh, I remember somebody said like he walked into the club and he he got mad cause he thought somebody had released a track that he like didn't release. So he was like, whoa, he was like, where did this song come from? Did I make you know this sound, sound just like... we station you guys. We yeah. going for days. Yeah. He going in, you know that's good, so, man. I mean, what he did, he had to do, bro. So, I mean, I can't hate on him, but... I mean, that's what music is nowadays. It's just spiting. Yeah, Everybody lot up. people up. biting, them. biting them. But, history repeats itself then again. So, is it really biting? I don't know. Because the music that's being created now was created a long, long, long time ago.
1: Are you familiar with the designer song pando? Yeah. What do you think?
3: I think it's alright, it's catchy, but you know, it took somebody's style, obviously. I mean maybe. Well what do you what do you think of what do you
1: think of designer writing off uh, that artist style?
3: I mean from a business standpoint, you know, he was smart, you know what I'm saying? And then he, you know, he's a past future, he got you know like a number one. Um, like on the charts, right? So, yeah. But as a, you know, like as a rapper, it's kind of lame. But you know, from you know, for his pockets, it's, it's smart. It's a smart move.
1: I'm not mad at what he did because he saw something that worked and he went right into it. He he hit Atlanta in the first line because we know that that attracts people, and he gave us a familiar sound. You know, so what's wrong with it now? I'm I am interested in hearing what more he has to offer. But even him connecting with Kanye, I feel like there's something to say about what he
0: represents. So I'm not really mad about it. Yeah. The people had a lot to say. They were very invested. They're passionate. As are we. And people have often asked me when I told them that, about this podcast and about this particular subject that we're discussing, why do we even care? Hmm. Why, why do we care? Why are we discussing this? You know what I'm saying? What, what, why are we invested? Mm-hmm. Why is this even a topic of conversation for the three of us?
3: And what's your answer? what you tell
0: them? I mean... Look, man. For me, I think what it what it is is, with what we've what we've kind of touched on is Atlanta's reach has 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 gone so far now to the point where maybe we're getting our just due, and maybe it's coming in the form of a song called Panda. You know, maybe people are gonna start dressing like like us, talking mm-hmm. like us. Mm-hmm. But as Andre said, as I sent y'all in one email, they can bite but cannot be us. Mm. They can pick up little slime but cannot see us.
1: Uh-oh.
0: I ought to be ashamed trying to fit in my Adidas. Hey, So run like DMC is me, and no don't got no heater, okay? So, oh but I'm not mad <laughs> at people coming by Atlanta, picking up on little things, culturally appropriating us. Mm-hmm. Because like gentrification, oh, I hate to be the guy who says it, oh, but some people argue that there are some positive things that come out of it, right? Mm. And it's inspired by people wanting to attach themselves to something that was powerful that is historic. People want to attach themselves to Atlanta. You know what I mean? People want to be attached to the South and what we're doing. We're doing something really good and let this little 19-year-old kid live. You know what I mean? Maybe he could, uh, I don't know, be a little less future Who knows? But, again, he's 19. <laughs> you know what I mean? 19-year-olds out here are doing crazier shit than him. So I'll let him live for now, because guess what? I like the song, and that's why I'm invested in it, because I think it's a good song.
1: Uh Gavin.
0: Gavin put the the line in the sand.
1: Gavin. Who's next? We can't be friends anymore. (laughs) I'm not going to deal with this. Are you serious?
3: Well, I think it might be most appropriate for us to let an Atlanta MC have the final word on this thing. This cat, Mike, name, um, twice, twice has been uh, twice. circulating twice. his response, you know, so to speak, yeah. to Panda over the same, the same track things, you know, with some know. authentic Atlanta rapping on top, of it. Really top of it. He's calling out neighborhoods and, you know, you know Marta you know, stops. And and it's it's yeah, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. So we going to let him have the last word. This is five points. Rodney, Gavin. Christina Five points out baby Welcome home Gucci
2: Born and raised in Atlanta I'm trading these scars and bandanas You get stole with these hammers These soccer be flexing for cameras Zone four Camels Zone six don't rot in no candle I come from the east like Montana like rock will we blowing like camel Zone four Camels Zone six Counter, dirty hoes, scammy, scammy. police state, scamming This nigga be singing like Janet. They sing. Surprised they ain't got them a Grammy. Amigos don't speak in Spanish. My shooter might come from Miami. Right. Born and raised in Atlanta. I'm drinking these scarves and bandanas. Bandana. You get stole with his hammers. Hammer. These suckers be flexing for cameras. Zone for. Camelton, zone six I'm riding on Calum, i come from the east like Montana, like Rocco we blowing like Calum, zone four, Camelton, zone six, Keller, dirty hoes, scamming, holy state, scamming, this nigga be singing like Janet, surprised they ain't got them a Grammy, amigos don't speak in Spanish, my shooter might come from Miami, aye. Why do to with me homie, I ride the pink pig.